Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome. It is, even though it's a short week, regardless, it's still hump day here on the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Keep warm with us. Lori is back in the fold. She's back from, from what I heard in the news, was Seattle's first snow at Christmas in a long time. A long time. I feel like that. I feel like it was just last Wednesday. I feel like I was just here going to bowling. I'm going again tonight. I'm like, and in between, we had the Christmas. But yeah, it was so crazy in Seattle. I mean, my mom has moved out there when I was a junior in high school. So it feels like a second home. Yeah. I've spent many, many holidays, holidays out there, there. And weekends. And I can only remember one other time in all these years that it has snowed at Christmas. And on Christmas Eve, it started snowing and snowing. And my sister is on the sound. So mm-hmm. when we looked out the window, beautiful, it was unbelievable. And five inches of snow fell. And it took people had to push cars up my sister's driveway to get it out because yes. it's kind of a steep incline. Uh-huh. So that just feels like such a Minnesota thing. Totally. We've, we've pushed, we've given jumps, we've mm-hmm. slid, we've been towed. You know, it was just unbelievable. So the kids were going crazy because it was sticky, snowman, like, snowball, sliding, oh, the perfect amazing kind of snow. snow. Oh, how fun. And it was so pretty then on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. We never, it's usually a rainy green Christmas. Right. In How Seattle. fun. Yeah, so that was... I love that. That was very unusual, and I think it did cause a little havoc with um, some driving. Oh, of they're course. They're not used to it, that's for sure. No, they're no, not. They're not they have like two sanding yes. trucks, you know, for the whole <laughs> city. Yes, they I mean, really do. They, they're not ready. Okay, so what about... Um, and then it felt, for us, it felt... It was cold because it was like 30s, which is like 10, 15 degrees colder than it usually is. Right. I should have brought all my Minnesota stuff. Well, I can't believe you don't when you go out there because it kind of... It's always 45, rainy. You just need a, you know, you don't need boots. You don't need that that warm stuff. So anyway, but, you know, we did a lot of indoor activities like... You know, drinking, drinking, visiting, yeah. playing dominoes, yeah. uh, yelling, playing cards. yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Was there a lot of yelling? <laughs> well, it's good natured domino yelling. Oh, you rat bastard. Why did oh, you do geez. that? You know, that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Well, Who do you dom- think you are? The domino, the domino sheriff? sheriff? Oh, my gosh. You're silly. All good natured, mm-hmm. you know, kidding and stuff. And we don't sit anybody's spouses next to each other because oh, it good. gets quite feisty. Yeah. Okay, so you got your mom a special present. Oh, yeah. My mom got a Roomba that she's named Lucy. And then she yells, Lucy, you've got some vacuuming. <laughs> well, she has I three. Isn't love, that funny? I absolutely love it. And she's got. Was she so happy? Oh, my gosh. Well, first she was worried she wouldn't be able to figure it out. And I said, Casey's here. He's going to set it up and read the directions. It's like an Alexa. You just tell it what to do. Yeah, there's a little programming, yeah. but it was pretty easy. And it's uh, thin enough so it goes under. Uh, couches and tables and that kind of thing. And um, my mom has three dogs and they're all little fur balls, particularly the palm 
and the long-haired one that my oh. sister has. I can't remember. It's going to be so wonderful for them. So Casey programmed it because the dogs don't like the Roomba. They would just like to bark at it and chase it. So mm-hmm. It's how dogs feel about vacuum cleaners, too. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, same thing. Stand can't it. stand it. So Casey programmed it for it to clean at 11 o'clock at night. When the he, dogs are sleeping? When the dogs are sleeping, he misread his numbers. To 11 o'clock at night is 2,300 hours mm-hmm. in military time, not 21. Thank you. But now anyway, we know. My mom said that it was so clean and it just it will go until all the dust is gone and then it goes back into its docking station isn't i told you it's the coolest thing in the world it's amazing so it'd be nice for dust bunnies uh, you know harvard floors everything people love those yeah and my mom was like literally swiffering Every, Every day because she has wood floors. I'm so excited and for her. She was all happy. You have to then open it up and clean it. Yes, clean it? yes. She will have to clean that thing every day because those dogs mm, are hairy yeah. little beasts. But how nice. I know. You she, do, you'd want to do that. I yeah. mean, think of the time you said, I love those things. My friend has one. I just think they're amazing. Yeah. Okay, so what movie did you see? Uh, so we saw All the Money in the World, uh, which is the story about the um, mafia kidnapping J. Paul Getty and his grandfather, the rich... He's J. Paul Getty III, and his yep. grandfather refused to pay the ransom. It was fantastic. And Michelle was Chris- Williams was amazing, and That's so was say. Christopher Plummer. Was he just amazing? Amazing, oh. and what's amazing, everyone wanted to Google Gail Harrison Getty, J. Paul Getty, the kidnapped 16-year-old. She is really the one who Wait kept the faith. You mean the mom? The mom. Okay, the mom of the 16-year-old. Yeah, okay. played by Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. That was the story that you wanted. That's what I read. Like, she's amazing. More. Yeah, because, um, I mean, the grandfather's worth $2 billion, and, and that wouldn't. kid was kidnapped and held. And at first, you know, he used to joke around. He was living as a 16-year-old. His family lived in Italy. And J. Paul Getty, the one with the chopped-off ear, Yep. Which that scene was brutal. Oh, I can't even imagine. Oh my gosh. I want to see that movie. He's the father of Balthazar Getty, the one who's the actor on Brothers and Sisters. His dad is the kidnapped kid? Yes. I did not know that, Lori. Yes. He had two children. He had a boy and a girl. One of them is Balthazar Getty. And he never got over that kidnapping. He married a woman a year later and she was like six years older, so he was married by 18. And like three years after that, or some few years after that, not long, he had a drug-induced like stroke. And he was in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. And his mom took care of him until he died at 56. She's still alive. Kidding me? Yeah, it was kind of amazing. We were just like googling machines oh. after that movie. But well, it was... in the in the you know the Getty kid, his dad. And, you know, you're talking about the Michelle Williams character. They were living over here in America and they were living just normal life. And the dad finally said, why don't you come to Rome? And he gave him a vice president job at the oil company. Yeah. And you that's see that when he movie. went off all and I went on all the drugs. And well, that, but the, you're getting he's the dad of the kid. kid who got with his the ear. Yeah, yeah, He's such a minor part of the he story. Is. OK. I mean, you see it a little bit in the beginning, but he once he discovered um, once he moved to Italy and his grand, his father gave him a job, he discovered like uh, heroin. Yes. And so the the marriage broke up. But uh, his wife, Gail and the kids, they stayed living in Italy because mm-hmm. they were. 
you know, J. Paul Getty, uh, Italia. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she only asked for child support. Yeah, no, it's it's really an incredible. She's a fascinating. Story. That's interesting. Does yeah. she still live in Italy, Lori? No, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, but okay. she did everything in her power to get him back, and it's just a fascinating story. And it, it's filmed all in Italy. Oh, so how Rome and, oh, how lovely. Oh, yeah. So that was that was really something else. But it is a hell of a story, and it's based on a book called All the Money in the yes. World. I read a little bit more about it. What's they end up paying to get him back? A one point six million, 1. 6. and it was down from seventeen million. It was yeah. all that he got. He gave two million, or he gave the one million because he could take a tax write off on it. <laughs> and the rest he told <laughs> his son, just like a ruthless bastard. Yeah, the rest mm-hmm. he told his son, "I'll give you the six hundred some thousand, but you have to pay me back seven percent interest or something oh my like Lord. that." Wow. What a so, piece of work. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it is excellent. We oh, all, There were six of us. We yeah. all liked it. Did you it. see anything else? No, that was it. Okay. Not enough time. And Nobody had time for that. Nobody had time for that. And, and we, we had you a... You came home to the brutal cold. It was like minus, minus 36 up north Do you want to know what happened to me last night when we landed in Minneapolis, the whole plane? Our plane landed, bounced a couple times super hard, and then went back up in the air. Are you? That has Wait a minute. never happened to me. Are you kidding so me? You, you went around again? But what we or landed they, did they and we abort were, the landing because uh, it was too yes, bouncy. Apparently, and the pilot didn't say anything for the longest time, and we're just taking off. Oh. And I'm like, did we almost hit another plane? Right. What is going on? Were the geese crossing oh, the runway? Uh, yeah. What is happening? <laughs> it was really scary, and the pilot just waited a few minutes, and he just said he didn't like how the landing felt, and went. Around oh, well, that, again. That's good that he did that. But that never but happened. No, I, I never. gasped. I was just I like convinced too. every bad scenario in the world was happening. The, the tires fell off. How are we going to land? We're yeah. going to skid. It's too cold outside. Oh, man. All right, listen, we got to go um, because it's already that time, Julia. Mm-hmm. And we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Oh, I like that song by Macklemore and Kesha. It's so good. It's on your CD? I know. Thank you, I know Julia. it. That was the one thing I thought when I can come home, I can listen to my third CD that Julia is the master mix player. We were talking about that yesterday yeah. about CDs and stuff. I just, well, and I love making them. I know. And Donnie, right. I heard you enjoyed Louie's. Yes, Louie's was excellent. First the, time there. Thanks to you two, of course. Isn't it- Right above Cassettes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there yet. Oh, oh you should. It's pretty it's, in there. Yes, yeah. It's yeah. romantic. Yes. And it's got nice lighting. Food was, and the food, food, food awesome. is a- amazing. Yeah, and I had a great lasagna and uh, butternut uh, squash ravioli. Oh, yum. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. So oh my gosh! I though am like so. I ate so much oh, just delicious, yummy, different things. I'm just really. I'm in recovery. Yeah. I'm on like day two. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so good. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, okay, so um, so yeah, so last night um, we get home and it was kind of incredible because I was just a little bit like the 22nd and the 26th I had read were the two busiest travel days of the year. Right. And, you know, I was a little anxious Friday night because yeah. we had like an eight o'clock flight. Dead. Not not that it was dead, but people wait in line to check their bags at the counter I don't instead of that. paying the sky cap. Mm. I don't. I never understand that. And so there were zillions of people waiting, <sighs> waiting in line, line yeah. and I'm like, you could just go outside and sky right. cap your bag. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday when we got to the Seattle airport, 
it was like a lull. It was a four o'clock flight. And mm-hmm. the lady just said, you just missed a million people. Perfect timing. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was kind of nice when oh, you don't have any travel nice. hiccups. But um, I had remembered to DVR the Kennedy Center honors. We always are corny and like watching that. I'd like to watch it. Mostly because there isn't, if you're not looking at any streaming show, there just isn't that much on network TV. And This, this week. Is, yeah, this week. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's always kind of good, the people that they have on. And it's a two-hour show. And last night it was um, Gloria Estefan. LL Cool J, Norman Lear, a dancer, mm-hmm. uh, a lady, I can't remember what the dancer was, and then uh, Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah. And so they sort of pay homage and tribute. If you've never watched the show, it's always on CBS. CBS. And um, I, it's it's fun to see who's in the audience. But mm-hmm. um, I really thought that the Norman Lear, you kind of forget with all the TV shows that he had, All in the Family and Maude and the Jeffersons and Good Times and... Soap. He had oh my so gosh. many incredible shows that talked about one day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. That talked about things that had never been done. So here's Rita Moreno paying homage to Norman Lear, who is 95 years old and looks like a wow, million bucks. Fabulous. And Rita Moreno <laughs> is what? Well, she's in the One Day at a Time reboot on yeah. Netflix. She looks and fantastic. she's 80 something. Yeah, I know. I love it. And she had an incredible gown on. She did. She looked amazing. She really did. So here's Rita Moreno, Moreno paying tribute to Norman Lear um, about One Day at a Time. Hello. It is hard to imagine now, but in 1975, a woman needed a man's signature to get a credit card and job listings were segregated by gender. And that is what made Norman's show about a divorced, working mother raising two daughters on her own so revolutionary. And with insight and humor, it dealt with topics like teen sex and sexual harassment. And look how far we have come. (laughs) Yes. Thanks to you, my darling, darling Norman, for one day at a time. Uh, oh, and he just oof. looks... He had like a little fishing hat on. He, or he always he wears that hat. Oh, does he? Always he just looks so yeah. cute. That was really nice. And then... And then uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle, I thought was really like... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Right on the money as yep. far as what he talked about Norman Lear and the TV shows that he created and that were on television in the 70s and 80s. 
those of you who don't know this about me, I grew up in this very city. And my story is a very typical American story for a person of my generation, a fractured home. And our parents didn't have much time to spend with us. And like many latchkey kids my age, the television became a surrogate parent of sorts. I must say, Norman Lear was the best parent I could have possibly had. <laughs> I am forever grateful for the influence that you had on me because you taught me that the person on the other side of an argument for me is not my enemy. It's a person that I love, that I'm willing to convince. And you make me know that everything's gonna be all right if we can laugh together. In fact, uh, one of Norman's famous sayings is he says, if you can get someone to laugh, then you can get them to care. So please join me in watching some of the many reasons that we care about Norman so much. Congratulations, and I love you, man. A little bit of Maud here. So tell me, sweetheart, are you sick? No. Are you unhappy? No. Are you pregnant? Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I want to go back and watch Maud. Yeah. That well, show made great, me laugh yeah. so much as a kid. And when they showed clips of Good Times oh. and the Jeffersons and They're all in the family and oh. Yeah, it was really good. And I they it was he also one of the other people that talked about it said, you know, Norman Lear gave voice to the fact that people um, not with the Jefferson showing people on the other side, it was the first time a black man had been shown writing a check, mm -hmm. you know, but also the very real life of, you know, people who are poor, who, who are living paycheck to paycheck. Yes. And we've not seen that mm -hmm. on television and just showing, you know, Esther Rollins. And, oh. It was just it was really good. And then they closed out the scene with a famous all in the family where Rob Reiner, a.k.a. Meathead and Archie are arguing about. Meathead, you know, he is protesting the Vietnam War mm -hmm. and Archie Bunker stands up and starts um, kind of sock, uh, talk singing, um, God Bless America. Yes. And so the one, you know, Meathead's yelling about that and Archie went, God, and it's just like a classic Norman Lear. And I just thought, oh, my grandfather was uh, Archie Bunker. Was he really? Oh, yeah. My mom's <laughs> dad was Archie Bunker. Really? Oh, I remember vividly when oh, the mines wow. in Hibbing had to hire women in like 1976, whenever that class mm -hmm. action. And my grandpa just thinking that was just absolutely terrible that women would take jobs from men who need. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And and I remember my mom, you know, yeah, you, and your mom, I've talked to her about it, that you couldn't get a credit card right. or a home loan. That's true. Or rent an apartment. And my mom was divorced. Without your dad or your husband's signature. Nice. So anyway, when we come back, we got a little bit more, we got a little tribute to uh, the people who paid tribute to Lionel Richie. We'll be right back. Oh, look what you made us do, Lionel Richie. What the hell was Mariah Carey doing last night? She that or was, whenever. I guess this was taped like a month ago. It was ago. taped a long time ago. Yeah. And so Lionel Richie was one of the people that were honored at the Kennedy Center Honors. But the people who gave him the tribute were Leona, Leona Lewis, yep. Stevie Wonder, um, Luke Bryan, who's his buddy from American Idol, yeah. and they sing a couple songs together, and then his daughter. And Ken Kenny Rogers. And Kenny was Rogers. The big, was the big... Uh... I can't recognize him still with those eyes. Uh, I still struggle looking at him. 
Gentlemen, do not get a brow lift. Do we never have get, to say that one more never time. Get never get a brow lift. An endoscopic brow lift is not your friend. No. It is. He, get a facelift. Get your eyes done. Get your neck lifted. But don't get a brow lift. Ever. You'll look like a woman. He still does look like a woman. Yep. It's feminized his face forever. So much. So much. All right. Well, let's. he did have a little a great story. step yes. because he's retired and he's at home with his nine-year-old twins and his 40-year-old <laughs> wife. So life is good for Kenny Rogers. And he has to keep eating right and doing exercises to keep up with his nine-year-old kids. That's right. Uh-huh. But here he he uh, shares when and how he met Lionel Richie. Okay. Welcome. You know, Lionel, my brother, no one deserves this award more than you do. Tell you a funny story about how I met Lionel. I, I was working in Las Vegas and I called him and I said, You know, if you're not busy, I'd love for you to come over and write a song for me. And he said, Well, I'm very, very busy. <laughs> and I'm afraid I don't have time. I said, Well, okay. I should at least tell you that the song is for my greatest hits album and it'll probably sell five or six million. There was this long silence, and he says, how's tomorrow night at 7.30? I found his trigger, you know? But I have to tell you, it's, it's been a great ride with you. I've been, I've been watching you and enjoying everything you're doing, and that's the true story of how Lionel and I met. We go. And, of course, the song he wrote for him is Lady, Lady. which right. was recorded in 1980 by Kenny uh, Rogers and mm-hmm. he did. He immediately the very next day he flew to Vegas uh, to meet him and and Lionel play, played a demo for him and Lady and that's such it, a good song. I think too. he also Very wrote pretty. She Believes in Me. Too, Lionel Richie, yeah. Oh, I love I that song. Think I don't right. think he wrote that one. I don't think so. No. I don't know why I thought he wrote that one. I mean, Maybe they just recorded it together. But um, anyway, uh, here's uh, Stevie Wonder singing a little easy. Oh, that's Oops, Luke Bryan. That's, we don't want Luke Bryan. Where oh, is, we're going to play him eventually. Stevie Wonder. Uh, well, let's do Luke Bryan. I'll come back right, to Stevie funny. Wonder. First time I saw you, would you look so Vanilla, I thought, with the Luke Bryan. Yeah, he's doing Penny Lover. Is the yeah, name, so. I know. It was uh, Steve Gibb, who's the yeah. son of Barry Gibb, who wrote She Believes in Me. But Lionel Richie and Kenny Rogers did do a duet they together did. years later. Yes, they did. On that song. But they who did. knew that Barry Gibb had a son who wrote... Because that's a good song. It's a really good song. She Believes in Me. But let's listen see if you like Stevie Wonder's version of Easy. Because I was like... I'm sorry, with Luke Bryan. And I, I get the Luke American Bryan Idol. was so flat, I thought. I know it. Oh, I was All so right. bummed. No, I need to do Leona Lewis first. There's uh, the, uh, a the Kenny. All right. There's a glitch in uh, the other one, but we'll get that taken. So listen to Leona Lewis She first. was boring, too. Mm-hmm. You thought she was boring? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she's okay. okay. All right, here's Leona Lewis. So 
can't listen anymore. I know. It was so flat. I thought it was so boring. Because she has that control thing going on in her voice. I was just like... I mean, she kept trying to get everyone to get excited. Get her Beyonce beautiful dress on. I you know, just, that was a very Beyonce Met yes, Gala dress. Yes, and I have loved some songs by Leanna Lewis. Donnie, let's turn that off. He's not in the studio. Oh. He's did ran he really away. just leave? He's ran away from the studio. He left us just to listen to this? Yeah, he did. Oh, Donnie. my God. Uh, I was trying to rescue the Stevie Wonder. Don't, even, don't right. even worry. Okay, so, I mean, Leona Lewis is a British singer-songwriter and the most successful act besides One Direction to come out of the X Factor. That is her claim to fame. And I'm like, what is going mm-hmm. on? I'm like, why couldn't they get Kelly Clarkson? Why Someone couldn't they better. get somebody with really? a voice? Yeah, because Leona Lewis has a couple good songs. I do know I have some of her music, but yeah. I, that is, it was so controlled. And then Luke Bryan did nothing for it. And our buddy John, who went to the Lionel Richie concert with us at yeah. Mystic Lake, yeah. is sending texts, and he's like, "Can you believe he's on getting honored tonight?" And we sat. We didn't even go out for more than one song. Yeah, no, Gloria Estefan and LL Cool J had amazing musical tributes. Oh my gosh, like, it was amazing, and then it was so weak for him. For him, and he was the closing, they edited him to be closing. And the ballerina had an amazing tribute. Yeah, Meryl Streep When LL Cool J, he was the first rap star to ever be to get a Kennedy Center honors, and it's kind of snobby if you look at the clientele. Hip-hop, thank you. Mm -hmm. Hip-hop. But I loved watching the crowd. The crowd. The the, the plastic surgery. In the crowd. In their ball gowns. And then everyone would kind of get a little, ooh, ooh, yeah. And Caroline Kennedy. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, ooh. All right, I I found the Stevie Wonder. Okay, let's see. Stevie was actually. Let's let's see if as good as I thought it was this morning. The best. Okay, I guess I just really thought that there was going to be better people I performing because for really, Lionel. I mean, the Gloria Estevan and the um, LL Cool J, it brought down the house. Yes, and no one saying "Say You Say Me," which won an Oscar. Oh, Lori, why didn't anyone sing "The Bodyguard"? Yeah, I, I wanna, a Penny Lover was an odd choice. I, I hear it. Yeah, it wasn't one it was of his generic. biggest hits. I know. Yeah. Anyway, it was just a little bit. That was the only really disappointing thing but that I've felt. Time. Big time. But then his that. daughter came out, Nicole. Nicole, and gave a lovely, lovely tribute. And she was dressed very Jackie Kennedy she, with the modern twist. That gown was so Jackie Kennedy. She's so cute. Yeah, she really That was really fun to see her because I think that made it poignant for him. I mean, because that was really a weird one. Yeah, he had a big, mm-hmm. uh, you know, grin on his face, which, of course, you would. But I just thought all the other tributes were so pow. Right. And then I'm like, Leona Lewis? Yeah, that's I know. Who Lionel gets? Maybe a British songwriter available. from X Factor? No way. <laughs> that's 
No, that's. I, I don't know. Maybe. No way. November. And then Mariah. What did, Donnie you leave what did you say, Donnie? Uh, maybe nobody was available in no. November when they take. No. It. No, you get somebody. You get somebody. You find somebody better. I mean, the Luke Bryan. Cause like he, Kelly Clarkson, because she's been, on American Idol with him. She would have been, been amazing. She is not on American Idol. She's on The Voice, Lori. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. that must be why they didn't get Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, there goes that good idea. But she's. She would have nailed. I mean, she's got such a voice. Anybody, Anybody Queen Latifah, who was Cher. doing Cher. Cool J. Cher I mean, one of the songs. Cher, I would, I would have loved to seen Cher sing Lionel Richie. Something. Yeah. All right, there. All right, let's. Should we play uh, the cast of uh, nope. Get on Your Feet, which is the Gloria Estefan Broadway jukebox musical about her life and her story was really. I'd kind of forgotten all the compelling the, things that the happened. The bus crash. The um. Yeah. The Miami. She had a. They were very busy early on in their life. Yeah. yeah. And so let's just hear the last cut we got. For all the people. You can do the conga right now. On, you can do it in your car on the lanes. There's no people driving right now. Just stay in your lane. Be careful you don't get pulled over and have 60 pounds of pot in your car like someone did yesterday. No. For not using a blinker Whoa. in Nebraska. It's too cold. Do you think people are out running around? No. <laughs> people aren't working. We're just like, is anybody out there? No, right? <laughs> there really are three people because yeah. we got about three people yesterday. Yeah. But you're one of the lucky three. We're talking just to you. It's special. Just right. us whispering in your ear. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, there up? there was a little, um, not a lot of people watched it last night. No, there never is. No. There's nobody around right now. This no. is a, just a time of the year. This when, is when everyone like, should get the week off. Why didn't I stay one more day in Seattle? And then I remember, oh, Casey has a four-night maximum rule. When it comes to oh, visiting family. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. I mean, if we go, if we go on a vacation together, we can go for a longer amount of time. But he thinks three or four nights is plenty. Is plenty with a family? Yes, he does. Is it your family or both families? It's my family. I know. (laughs) See, I I figured it wasn't. Yeah. No, he he he. uh, Yeah, but he did all kinds of honeydews for my mom. Oh, that's sweet. He did have to work today, so we did have stuff that we were coming back to. But we were both like, okay, we could. We should have pushed it back yeah. one more day. Just even, because. Yeah, I know, Lori. It's ridiculous. And I don't know why I'm waiting till Saturday to leave on my trip. Hey, yeah, who the I hell mean, knows why we think of these things? I was doing it because of the ticket cost. Oh, there you go. Mine well, was so you substantial. At least have <laughs> yeah, right. Mine was a substantial difference in waiting a few days. All right. Listen, we come back. This story just has given us end of the year. It's like gossip mana. Thank you, Luann. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. However you're doing it in your car, Podcast One. Alexa, turn on my talk. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, I did very much enjoy at the airport yesterday uh, finding out about uh, the Countess uh, Luanne de la Seps, all about her chics de la felony arrest (laughs) in Palm Palm Beach. I mean, she has to be more tough. Fied, Lori. She was in handcuffs. That she escaped from, which you got to admit is quite a countess trick. Well, we've got a little GMA. (laughs) She was at the top of the story at 732. And more salacious details are coming out about her 
occurrence. Yes. Let's listen to GMA, yes. her escapade. Here we go. She is known as the Countess on the hit reality series. After her run-in with law enforcement right here in South Florida, a judge told her she needed to get an attorney because the charges she's facing are serious. On The Real Housewives of New York, Luann De La Seps is known for dishing out relationship and etiquette advice. So be cool. Don't be all... Like, uncool. But in real life, the 52-year-old who once wrote a book on manners called Class with the Countess and <laughs> sang a cheeky hit called Money Can't Buy You Class, Money can't buy you class. is in hot water after being charged with five counts, including battery and disorderly intoxication in Palm Beach, Florida, on Christmas Eve. According to an assistant state attorney, De La Seps kicked at least one police officer and screamed, I'm going to kill you all, at the other officers who showed up after the reality star began causing a scene at the Colony Hotel restaurant. De La Seps apologized for her behavior in a statement writing, this was my first time in Palm Beach since my wedding and being here brought up buried emotions. Last New Year's Eve, De La Seps married Tom Diagostino at the Colony Hotel. Their relationship became a major plot point on The Real Housewives of New York. I really think you're making a big mistake. The couple divorced this past August after just seven months of marriage. The reality star was released on her own recognizance, with the judge allowing her to return to her home state of New York. He urged her not to ignore the charges, telling her, I don't think it would be that hard to find you. <laughs> it definitely won't be too hard to find her. Uh, no official date has been set here, but cameras are expected to start rolling soon on the 10th season of Real Housewives of New York City. She is due back in court on January 25th. And you know, she, she was demoted. No, no, no. She's a housewife. She is now, but she was demoted two years ago. Yeah. And then she got, you know, she was re, she got her stripes back and gets to be a full-time housewife. Well, no, this is, she's been a full-time housewife for the last, this last season. Oh, okay. She has been two years ago. She she was was demoted. Okay. But, but I mean, page six has got just the juiciest, messy details. The fact that she was in the wrong room. On the wrong floor. With a girlfriend and a guy. Yep. Three of them. And that when the housekeeping came to do turn down service, mm-hmm. she shoved the housekeeper and slammed the door in their face. And, and locked herself in the bathroom. Lo- yeah, I just unbelievable. And now her, her girlfriend says, well, the guy that we were all with, it's an ex-boyfriend of right. hers. And, you know, the whole, I know that they're going to be filming or are going to be starting filming. But, I mean, Luann fell in in Mexico. She fell in a in a bush. Oh, I saw that. And, oh, yeah. um Anyway, I think uh, she's apologized and, you know, with her thing saying it was, you know, brought up all the emotions because I'm like, why go back to that hotel where you got married? 100%. Why would you stay there? And West Palm Beach, isn't it on high security alert whenever the president is in town for every little thing? Yeah. Because he is down there, isn't he? Yes, he is. I mean, just high alert Mm -hmm. because he's in town. And so, and then she stays at this hotel and And then she says, I'm going to kill you guys to the cops. I mean, she was wasted. I know, but But when she promised that uh, 2018 would be a transformative year, the Hollywood speak on that is Andy Cohen. I'll be sure and let you know so you can have cameras ready the next time I'm going to behave like this. (laughs) So that uh, she, well, do you think she has a little drinking problem? Well, I, I mean, all these housewives, when we see them, they are drinking. Yeah. It's almost like The Bachelor. Yeah, it is. Um, I guess I guess I don't know, but I think that Luann, going back to the scene of the wedding fiasco, Silly. 
probably not a great no. idea. And her friend uh, insisted that her night ended with tea and a sleep mask. And Luann had to spend eight hours in the pool. Well, that's because the, the friend the friend came out when the police asked her to come out. Yeah, she came out, but Luann locked herself oh, in, in the, the door. Yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, I'm not leaving. Yeah, oh, can't oh, police I'm just. Officer. Oh my gosh! Oh. I mean, she's got like a lot of uh, uh, headlines. I mean, these are all soap opera that you know she went to the wrong room with the guy who used to be her boyfriend and was in bed with him. And then, I mean, got up probably with the sheet wrapped around her and slammed the door. It's drama. She's mortified and her kids are over with their dad in France. No. She's had a hard run. Well, we always knew Money can't buy your class. But you had her on the show. I was gone that day and she's lovely. She was in studio. She used to have a clothing line with Evine. Yeah. And... uh, I don't know, you know, she, ever since she got together with that Tom guy... She's just been defensive and kind and of... And then how about his friends leaking to Page Six that, that she manufactured that for a storyline on uh, The Real Housewives last year so that she um, would have a storyline right. that she, so she used him and that she slept with other people and that she was abusive with him and all that. I think he... Um, I he don't was know. A loser I think from the word go. Yeah, Larry. I think so. I think he really so. was. Yeah, he really was. That and marriage lasted what seven months? Seven months. Yeah, and I would never go back to that hotel where never. I had just been married the year before. If I was crazy, I would just like find a new hotel, right. and a new hangout. Yes, one hundred percent. Just like I hope she doesn't hang out at the Regency in New York. Oh my gosh! I had a girlfriend who went to the Regency uh, about three weeks ago to see if she could find him if he was hanging around. Tom. Tom. Mm-hmm. Did she? <laughs> no, but she talked to a bartender. And he said he's here all the time. Oh, so I guess oh. Tom got the regency in the breakup. Yeah, mm. but, you know that's where he also was busted by Bethany's friend making out with the woman on like the eve of his engagement. I know. Oh boy, you can't make it up. You really can't make it up. And how about Chrissy Teigen? Okay, this this just drives me crazy. So she was on a flight with her husband, John Levitt. She's pregnant. Yeah. And they well, had, that's got nothing to do with anything. Well, it makes it uncomfortable to fly because when you're super pregnant. Julia, that's got nothing to do with anything. The fact that the plane turned around. I think with it does. 250 people four hours into an eight-hour flight because someone had got on the wrong plane. The wrong airline. It's got nothing to do with pregnancy <laughs> yeah, or anything. Airline. The wrong airline. <laughs> and she was just live tweeting about what in the hell is going on. I do not understand. Why how- would they fly and let that person figure out their own way back. They got on the wrong plane. I've never heard of such... That's just a horrible decision to turn an entire plane around. So it's eight hours because they were already four in. They had to come four. I mean... They're on their way to Tokyo. Unless there was some sort of a security concern well, about no, this individual. No, they, no, that was the security protocol for uh, ANA, all, uh, all Nippon Airways. Airways. That was their, oh, oh, written I in see. their manual. That if someone is on our plane that... Ha- does not have a I, did, I did that with uh, our old boss at Carlson once. We got on the wrong plane at O'Hare. Mm-hmm. And then as we're buckling in and they're making the announcement, we're like, holy crap, we're on a plane to I, Buffalo yep. or something. And then mm-hmm. we got up and got off the plane and ran right. off and then ran like OJ in a Hertz commercial to try and catch our flight. But I can't believe they would 
piss off that many customers yeah. for to take one person yep. back. Oh, I would be livid. Oh, livid. Yeah, I love it that you're trying to say he's because she was pregnant. But I'm just no, it, it wasn't because. But I'm just saying, on top of it yeah. all, being pregnant, it would just it would just exacerbate it for me a little bit. I'm just saying. I, I think the aggravation didn't matter if people were hormonal, pregnant, had too much sugar in their diet. Oh, Lord. That was a ridiculous thing I for would be everyone so to go through. Yeah. And then all these people are like, why didn't you fly? And then, of course, the crew, kid, they have to get a new crew. Ooh, they told that to Chrissy Teigen? Yeah, they've been tweeting about it. And she's like, listen, to fly to Tokyo on private is $300,000. Get a life. Yeah, get a life. Good for you, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Oh, people, they're going to shame her? All right. I know. Listen. The Countess takes us out. She takes us out. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Thanks, Donnie.